friends, haters and frenemies. Good morning to you all. This is just a very brief podcast. You know, uh, some thoughts that I had in the subject matter of friends, haters and frenemies. And from my perspective, you're all welcome to go and be smart and use your smartphones. Google, fact check, etc, etc. These are just my opinions. You know, they're my thoughts. They're not necessarily fact. They're not necessarily established truth. They're just my opinions based on my observations. Anyhow, I wanted to speak on these three subject matters. Friends, haters and frenemies. I'm going to start with haters. Well, we know who haters are. Haters are people who hate you and they're always going to hate you. You could perform life-saving surgery or intervene in some way to rescue them from the imminent jaws of death. These guys will always hate you. Doesn't matter. It's as if their DNA is programmed specifically to hate you. Nothing you do can ever be right in their eyes. And they will always, always hate you. Okay? Those are haters. They're staunch haters. They're on one extreme and they're never, ever going to change the perception of views of you, okay? So those are haters. We all know haters. And now in this day and age, with technology, especially with the internet, you know, haters are so frequently able to get out and about and hate you, you know? And they can post shit about you and they can say things about you and they can go out there and advertise the fact that they really openly hate you, you know? Okay, fine, we all know them. They're easy to identify, more or less. Then you've got friends and from my perspective friends are people who are always you know, they're going to be unconditionally your friend okay they may not always agree with you and in fact those are the best type of friends the friends who don't agree with you because they think you're doing something wrong you're a human being you're capable of making mistakes you know or as the bible says we're all born into a world of sin so therefore we are sinners and so you know, we're capable of making mistakes. We're capable of sin. We're capable of doing things that are stupid. And so friends, real friends, if they see that, they'll correct you. You know, they'll correct you and say, hey, man, you shouldn't do this. You know, or they'll tell you when they disagree with you. And it will not affect their friendship because when it matters, they will love you. They'll care for you and they'll fight for you. And real friends, especially real friends, fight for you when you're not around to defend yourself. And, you know, you're in a group of friends or people and someone starts to you know, tear you down and say things about you and you're not around, you're not there to defend yourself. Well, your real friends will be the ones who do. Those are real friends. And real friends are more than family. You know, they, they transcend because they, they don't have to be. They're not obligated to you by DNA or blood, but they will be your friend because they care about you. Those are real friends, and we all have real friends. I've got a few real friends. I really care about them a lot. Uh, many of them, I call them my brothers or sisters. They're my family, and um, you know, as far as they, I'm concerned, they'll always be my family. That's just how it is. Real friends. That's who they are, and they're rare. They're, they're not easy to find. They're like gold and diamond, and you know, these type of things that are very rare but very valuable. They're not easy to find. And also, because they're not easy to find and they're rare, they're very valuable. They're precious and you've got to hold them close. You've got to care for them as well and reciprocate. You must understand who a real friend is and be willing to reciprocate unconditionally, just as they do for you. Okay, now there are ranges of friends because there are people who are friendly to you, 
they don't necessarily care about you. They're just friendly to you because, you know, it's, they're being good-mannered, etc., etc. It's not necessarily your friends. They're not your haters either, and they're not your enemies either, or frenemies. They're just people who, for whatever reason, uh, they're just not closely aligned to you, you know. And there's certain things that happen that bond friends together. You might grow up together. You might share experiences together, whatever it is. Their character, you share common interests. You like things that they like. They like things that you like, etc., etc., you know. And therefore, you can be friends in that regards. Friends. Friends. If you find real friends, make an effort to keep them because I tell you what, they're so valuable in life. They are. Now, frenemies, the interesting subject here that I wanted to talk about. I came up with this phrase, and there are probably people out there who've coined this phrase, but uh, I thought about this phrase uh, in regards to people who pretend to be your friends, and that's a huge group of people. They're your friends because it's convenient for them, because they gain something from friendship with you or acquaintance with you, you know. They're able to borrow money from you or borrow things from you, you know. They're able to, in some way, shape or form, benefit from their association with you, you know. But these guys won't be your real friends when it counts. They're not going to fight for you or defend you unless it really matters, you know, for them and there's uh, something to be gained from it, then they might do that. But in reality, these characters don't really care about you, you know. Uh, they'll pretend to like you, and they're the ones who are always quick to stab you in the back, okay? Remember, real friends stab you in the front, okay? Now, what I've been talking about, these frenemies, this group of characters, are the people you need to really keep an eye on, and you need to understand whether they are going to be people that you might need for whatever reason, and therefore you're going to have to develop an arrangement where you keep them at arm's length, you know, as long as they're useful for whatever purpose that you might need them for. Now, this sounds pretty insidious, like, hey man, I thought real friends cared for each other, etc. Well, they're not your real friends, but you might need them because they might give you vital information. They might be people who are able to assist you in some way, shape or form. You know, they might just do their job for you. They might be a public servant, you know, and you need them so you can do their job. I mean, you can do what you need to do to achieve your objectives, okay? So you need to keep them close as well, you know. It doesn't mean you go out of your way to be a frenemy to them or you go out of your way to be a hater to them, you know. I would completely discourage you from hating. I would completely discourage you from cultivating a frenemy-type attitude towards people. You know, focus on just being a friend. It's far easier. It's simple. You can't make, you can't go wrong there, you know. But uh, always maintain contact with people that are threats to you, with people that you need to keep an eye out for, because they might in some way, shape or form harm you or your family. Just keep an eye on them, okay? It's like when you're walking through a forest and suddenly you see a snake, you know. It's harmless in that it's minding its own business, but you don't really know, so you got to just keep an eye on it. It's like that, okay? For instance, okay? Anyhow, those are just my thoughts, my observations in regards to the subject matter of friends, haters, and frenemies. And by the way, haters are very good people in that they will inspire you. They're going to throw a lot of shit at you. They're going to throw a lot of stones at you. And they're going to throw all types of things at you. You sift through all that crap 
And I tell you what, you can find gems, you can find valuable information, insight that you probably didn't, your friends might not be able to give it to you. But these guys can, because they've got no vested interest, they just hate you. you know. So they can help you, they can help you in identifying the problems that plague you, or your shortcomings, your failures, things you need to change, improve on. These guys are very useful at identifying that, at highlighting that and pointing it out. And they do it for a purpose in that they're just doing it because they hate you. But they're useful for you in that they are assisting you. Whether they like it or not, they don't, they realize it or not, but that's what's happening. You can use any situation to your benefit. All you have to do is identify what's bad about it, manage it, identify what's good about it, make use of it. Anyhow, those are just my thoughts. Very short podcast. Let me know what you think. What are your thoughts on this? If you disagree, you know, that's fine. Now, here's another thing. If you disagree with someone, you don't have to go out and fight them and scream at them and shout at them. You know, I mean, this is very easy advice to give, but I tell you what, I'm always failing in this regards. But I keep trying. Yeah, I keep trying. If you disagree with someone, I read it somewhere, or I heard a podcast, or it was a documentary I was watching, and I, and I started to adopt it, and it really made sense. If someone says things you don't like, or they disagree with you, or they provide an opinion, or an observation that you didn't like, it's very simple. All you have to do is say, hmm, how about that? I never thought of it that way, thank you. That's it, and move on, you know? move on. But young people out there, those of you who are putting yourself out on social media, you're going to get a lot of haters, you're going to get a lot of frenemies, and you're going to get some friends too. And that all comes with the territory of putting yourself out there, especially on social media. Social media allows you to get out there and say things and do things and show people things, but you're going to get a lot of, not just positive comments, you're going to get a lot of haters. Peace, thank you, take care, don't let anyone get you down. You know, use those opportunities to soar, to climb up, to rebuild, to audit yourself, to reflect, and learn to live. Living's the best thing you can do. And you don't realize, but so many people out there aren't living. They're busy existing. You have to know the difference. And once you do, I tell you what, life will become extremely, exceptionally worthwhile. Thank you for listening. Friends, haters, enemies. It's 2023, January. Well, the end of January. This month is almost over. It's one twelfth of the year gone by. It seemed like yesterday we were celebrating Christmas and then the new year. And suddenly this month is gone. It's a cliche that time flies, but it's true. It's so true. I can remember when I was just getting ready to go to school. Many moons ago, and suddenly now here I am, in a month's time, on the 27th of February, I will turn 51, 51. My goodness. So, what have I planned for this year? 
I, what I always say, I'm going to do the best with what I have. Well, what more else could I do? You know, there will be challenges and opportunities. There will be achievements and failures. And you're not going to be able to please everyone. But you have to try your best to do what you can. Where you are, with what you have. It's really all you can do. What's out there in the world in 2023? It's hard to say. I'm looking at things that are happening around the world. For instance, the Ukraine-Russia war. That is crazy. I think that's something we ought to keep an eye on. I think it's not going to end anytime soon. In fact, it may just get worse. And who knows where it'll take us. Us looking at artificial intelligence and I joined ChatGPT, which is this platform where you can chat with artificial intelligence bots. You can ask anything and they will give you an answer. Fascinating stuff. Artificial intelligence is definitely the future, whether we like it or not. It'll bring amazing opportunities, but also have significant risks. I feel that artificial intelligence can improve our lives, can find solutions for an earth where development is sustainable and conducive for life, it doesn't threaten life as it does today, you know. I think artificial intelligence will calculate how to travel through space and discover other worlds. I think artificial intelligence will help find the cure to many of our diseases and illnesses. And I think artificial intelligence will improve learning significantly so that schools would be different to what they are now. You know, I don't think you even need to go to school. You could have structured programs that you can utilize to educate your children. Artificial intelligence could do this. You know, I'm looking at what's happening with nature or what we humans are doing to nature how careless we are how arrogant we are how ignorant we are going about behaving as if we are the only citizens on this earth you know doing whatever we want regardless of the consequences to other living creatures well i think we've completely ignored the alarm bells and red flags that are being raised by nature. You know, the strange weather patterns, the rising sea level, the increasing global temperature, the demise of species of wildlife, some never ever to be seen again. You know, the poisoning of our earth, our waters, our air, 
we humans. Sometimes I think maybe we're the aliens. I mean, what else can explain how we treat Earth? We treat it as if, I mean, we treat it with contempt. You know, maybe we're the aliens. That's why we don't care about this planet. So we are able to move around without any real feeling destroying it. In our obsession to enrich ourselves, for what? It's not going to help us when we're dead. Anyway, these are just some of the thoughts that have been going through my mind while I grapple with insomnia. Some of you can relate. I can't seem to go to sleep at night. I wake up early, 4.30, 5, I'm awake, and I feel great, and out and about I go, and do whatever. But sleeping, I have struggled to sleep before 12. This is a classic example. I don't know what it is. I envy those who can go to sleep at around 9 or 10. And I really do. I've, I've tried, but I can't. And if I go to sleep at 9 or 10, then I'll wake up at 3. Anyway. So I decided also that I'll make an effort to do more podcasts. A friend of mine told me that she enjoyed listening to these podcasts. I was surprised. And I thanked her and I said, look, thank you very much. I stopped for a while. I stopped posting on social media for a while. I stopped doing podcasts for a while. After a while, I just got tired and just decided that maybe no one really wanted to hear what I had to say or cared what I had to say or cared about what I had to say. But then I thought, wait a minute, I'm not doing this for anyone. I'm doing this as a record for myself and my family. Maybe they might want to hear something my opinion about what was going on in, say, 2023. What was going on in Papua New Guinea? What were my thoughts about what was going on in my country or in the region or in the world? They might want to hear this, so I'm going to record this for the purposes of posterity. Anyhow, well, I'm going to make an effort to get to sleep. This podcast is the first of 12, at least, that I will be releasing. And I'll talk about anything and everything. I'll talk about political issues. I'll talk about the environment. I'll talk about the future. I'll talk about technology, AI, and so forth, henceforth. And uh, I urge you to fact check. Please fact check. Don't take my word for it. I'm just voicing my opinions, my thoughts, and interact. If you can send me a message, do so, I'd appreciate it. Tell me what you think. I agree, Gary. No, I don't agree. You're dumb, whatever. Tell me, I'll be happy to accept and uh, respond. I think that's important, communicating. And in a position such as mine, I have a responsibility to communicate. I'm trying to be your voice in Parliament. I detest the word politician. It has such negative connotations. But I'm in there 
trying to be your voice. And if I'm not doing a good job, then I apologize. Please let me know. If I can do more and you know how, then please let me know. It's January 2023. This month is almost over. Time flies, it seems. Like yesterday, I was just getting ready, excited, this child eager to go out there and learn to a place that I was told was called school. And now here I am about to turn 51. And I think, my goodness, how fast time has gone. 2023. Well, that's it for me. And I hope this podcast has been useful, entertaining. And I would like to hear from you. If you care to send me a message, I will respond. If not, that's okay too. And to friends, enemies, frenemies and haters, have a great 2023. All you can do is the best you can with what you have. Be kind to yourself. Sometimes you are all you have. Care for what you say to yourself because you're listening, you know. And be kind to others. Respect the laws of nature. Respect the laws of your country. And love more, hate less. Peace. Thank you for listening. We'll come up with another podcast for next month when next month comes around. Good night. I turned 51 the other day. 27th February. I was born on the 27th of February, 1972, in Northern Province at the Poponeta General Hospital, around 4 p.m. That is according to the doctor who delivered me, Dr. Amelia Homba, who happened to be Papua New Guinea's first female doctor, and I happened to be the first child she delivered so and she happens to be my aunt wonderful woman dr homba very strong very witty very athletic very kind uh, extremely intelligent I'm, I'm very proud of her and she always tells me this story of my birth whenever we happen to catch up and we talk about you know anything and everything she'll touch on the subject and she'll say, you were a difficult birth. And she'll give me a look that seemed to suggest that this explained why I may be a difficult person now. I always felt guilty for some reason, as if somehow it was my fault, you know, but that's just me. Anyhow, for me, I look at this birthday as special in that it is the second half. The first 50 have gone, this is the next 50, and this is the second half. In my first half, 
I made a lot of mistakes, you know, poor decisions. I could have, should have, would have done better. But you know, it's the past. I can't change it. I can learn from it. This is the second half, next 50. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to take everything I learned from the first 50 and apply it to the next 50. I'm going to treat people better. I'm going to make a greater effort at being a better friend, father, partner, elected official, brother, nephew, whatever I can be, I'm going to make an effort to be better at it. And I can't promise that I will be because I'm still learning. I know it's so funny, the age of 51 and I'm still learning, I know. But you know what? I think we never stop learning. Really, we don't. That's, that's called living, you know. I think the moment you stop learning is the moment when you die. There are a lot of people who are dead, or they're physically alive, but in any other way, they're essentially not around, so to speak. They're not living, they're existing. A lot of people exist. Too few people live. I'm, going to try my best to be one of those who actually makes an effort to live. Well, this is just a very short podcast, and I want to thank each and every one of you who make the effort to tune in and listen. You know, maybe this is just you being bored, and maybe you're a hater that despises me for whatever reason, that's okay. Maybe you're a person who's just curious about what my thoughts are. Maybe you're a friend. You know, whatever it is, I thank you. I thank you for taking time out to listen to me. And I hope that this time has been in some way, shape, or form useful to you. That you might take something away from this. If there was anything I would say for you to take away, it is that every day you wake up with the opportunity to do great things. An opportunity that many do not have, you know. The statistic that I look at often in regards to this subject is the number of people who died overnight. It's something like 200, 300,000, thereabouts. These people went to sleep and didn't wake up, you know. Well, firstly, that is not a bad way to go. If, if, if I had a choice, that's how I would like to go in my sleep. Well, they had dreams, they had hopes, they had plans. They didn't make it, you know. They're off to solve the next great big mystery. What happens next after this? But you made it. And for that, you ought to be grateful. I wake up and I try to be grateful. I think of things that I need to be grateful for. Shelter, you know, food on the table. Having the opportunities and the resources to be able to take care of my family and people I care about or I am responsible for. I'm grateful for the fact that I've been given an opportunity to help fix, develop, build a better future for my people. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm able to listen to music. I'm able to see and observe and appreciate nature and everything that's offered. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm physically able and capable to move around and get things done. 
you know. And I admire those who, despite their disabilities, can still achieve great things. You know, I'm grateful for the many friends I have who care for me and who go out of their way to be kind or do things for me. Thank you. I do appreciate all that you do. I really do. I hope to be a better friend, a friend like that, you know, who selflessly goes out of their way to care for others. There's good people out there who do that. I'm grateful for having people like that in my life. Anyhow, I, um, I guess I wind up there, but uh, I thought I'd just share these thoughts. It doesn't matter who listens. I'm doing this for posterity, you know, so that I have a record. Maybe one day I'll have Alzheimer's and be unable to recall who I am, what I did, you know, and maybe by playing this back to myself, I might learn something useful. I might be able to return to a state where I can be useful to others. Whatever it is, I'm just going to make these recordings from time to time. You can listen in, you don't have to. If you don't like it, that's okay. If you have thoughts that you want to share, please do. I would appreciate them. And thank you all, every one of you out there contributing in some way to my, my very existence. I was listening to a speech the other day by Arnold Schwarzenegger and he said, there's no such thing as a self-made man. You know, there are people who move around telling everyone that they're a self-made man or self-made person. And the people who promote that notion, the fact of the matter is, we all were fortunate that there were other people in our lives who contributed in some way, shape or form so that we could be where we are today. That's something to be grateful for. Well, that's it from me.